Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And today we are previewing the Carolina Panthers heading to New York City. Actually, it's probably somewhere in New Jersey, but they are playing the New yeah, York yeah. Giants. <laughs> <laughs> the New Jersey. <laughs> Brian Dayball and the New York Giants, or as uh, Bill Belichick says, Brian Flores. Because <laughs> he doesn't seem to know the difference. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll be previewing the Panthers at Giants game here, week two. Uh, Panthers looking to bounce back from that heartbreaker of a loss. I'm still not over it, Jerry. Still not over it. I'm not either. I almost wanted to record something on Monday or Tuesday, just just really kind of talk about it, try to air my talk grievances. About, talk about on your it. feelings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I need a Panthers therapist, you know? Uh-huh. Honestly, that's a great idea for a show. The Panthers therapist. <laughs> we would be too busy. We don't have, there's not enough time yeah. in the day. No. <laughs> yeah, there's just there's just not. But uh, that is a good idea. That's a, maybe a, maybe like a once a week thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. We're going uh, let's table that. Let's, let's have that conversation off air. Um all right. So uh, yeah, everybody uh, welcome to the show. If you're listening to this, uh, check us out on YouTube. Like and subscribe to the video. Um, subscribe to the channel. We're closing in on a thousand subs. We'd love to get there before the end of the year. Uh, that'd be a nice little milestone. Jerry, did you know that less than nine percent of YouTube channels actually reach a thousand subs? I did not know that actually. How did you find that out? That's that's a weird. Stat. I completely made that up. So I have no idea if that's true or not. But uh, I'm just kidding. I did look it up. I just I wanted to see how many. Uh, <laughs> what percent of YouTube channels were monetized? Um, not that we're going to be throwing ads on here all the time, but um, you know, it, it's a milestone, right? It's it's yeah. a cool number to reach. So, yeah, are, any monetization or anything like that, all the money typically goes back into the podcast, whether it's swag or you know, yeah, other things like we're we're Team getting building. coach tape now to <laughs> deep diver and PFS. Yeah, and yeah, like we that. did. Watched some some coach tape today. I watched the condensed uh, Giants game from last week, Giants uh, Titans. So that was uh, yeah, it's it's good. So yeah, support us. Uh, just a click away. That's all we need from you is a, to support, and we appreciate it. Um, so there's a little bit of news here before we talk about uh, the game preview. Yeah, this is the main thing. Everything else is all practice squad. You know, nothing mm-hmm. nothing major. But the Panthers placed wide receiver Andre Roberts on IR. And my thought is, okay, he didn't look that great when he played last week. I mean, it was one week, but I don't see Shai Smith like, like is it that, that big of a, a drop down? off right yeah. now from what I saw of Andre Roberts. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Andre Roberts, thirty-four years old. Um, Matt Rule said today he thought it was going to be a couple of months that uh, Roberts will be out. So he said that uh, Shai Smith would be punt returning and Chuba would be returning kickoffs uh if things were to go today he said obviously you know if someone just immediately blows them away in practice then they may maybe change their mind but that's what it's looking like right now so and he didn't rule out signing somebody you know in the future for that, that i think position, you let those two younger guys play it out i agree i, I, I showed some <clears throat> you know flash before and say what chuba has looked decent on return so I, w- I would let them play it out see how they do I think Shy did some in college as well, right? I mean, I think he's yeah. he's got some experience doing it. So I'd be fine with that. I mean, especially kick return. Like, kick returns are 
almost not even worth it these days. The NFL is doing their best to eliminate kickoffs. You know, yeah, punts, punt returns. That's something different. You know, you want a, you want you want a good punt returner back there. But kickoff returns, I mean, throw Chuba back there. Who cares? You know, <laughs> what's gonna happen? But uh, yeah, kind of a bummer that uh, Andre Roberts is out. Um, I was kind of looking forward to seeing the Panthers have some good returns for once in God knows how long. But eh, like you said, he didn't look amazing in Week One anyway. So, all right. Uh, any other news before we kind of get into the injury reports here? Uh, not really. I mean, that's that was pretty much the big thing. Like I said, everything else I like looked at and was like, it's not worth mentioning. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, looking at the Panthers injury report first, it's pretty light today. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, number one, did not practice today. Just a rest day. It seems like every Wednesday is probably going to be a rest day for him. They're trying to lessen the amount of hits he takes throughout the season, so not a bad idea in my opinion. I mean, week one did show that. <laughs> well, they definitely limited the amount of hits that he took in week one. Um, Marquise Haynes also did not practice today with a hip. Uh, Matt Rule, uh, I watched the Matt Rule press conference today, so he, he hit on a few of these guys, but Matt Rule said that he thought, or he was hoping that Marquise uh, would practice Thursday. Uh, Frankie Louvu limited practice with a shoulder. Moten limited practice with a knee. And Brandon Smith limited practice with a thigh. Uh, good to see Brandon Smith limited practice and not a DNP. Uh, so it'd be nice to have him play this week, Jerry. Yeah, hopefully he can uh, show up and actually get some snaps. I mean, he wasn't off the team on last Sunday, but he got no snaps, which surprised me. Especially how poor the run defense and tackling was. But we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that, that later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we've got, uh, for the New York Giants, uh, Nick McLeod, their cornerback, uh, hamstring did not practice. Aaron Robinson, another cornerback, appendicitis, did not practice. Yowzer. Uh, Wandale Robinson, wide receiver, knee did not practice. Uh, the rest of these guys are limited practice. John Feliciano, the center. Uh, Aziz Ajulari, Ajulari, linebacker. Uh, Aziz Ojulari, I believe. Ojulari, yeah. Jason Pinnock and Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, and then Dane Belton listed on the uh, report, but full practice, so... Thibodeau, uh, Matt Rule seemed to think that Thibodeau may play this week. Uh, Jerry, you and I were kind of talking earlier. You, you had heard otherwise. Yeah, I've read an article that, I mean, you never know. The Giants could be putting this out just as fodder, but mm-hmm. that it doesn't look like, it's unlikely he'll play this week. But again, you never know. It's Wednesday, things happen, and you never know. A giant scout could be saying that just so the Panthers don't prepare. I mean, he... He's a pass rusher. He's he was a top tier pick for a reason. So I would not. Yeah, I hope he's healthy because I kind of like the guy from what I've read and stuff like that. But I don't want him to play. Next I hope week. he's healthy next week. <laughs> yeah, the week yeah. after the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, I hope he's healthy next week. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break here and uh, pay some bills, and then we'll be right back. Support for Meow Mix is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate in men's hygiene. Join over 6 million men, that's 12 million balls, worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MEOWMIX at manscaped.com. The Performance Package 4.0 has arrived, and oh man, it's a game changer. Inside the package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, 
the Weed Whacker Ear Trimmer and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Breeze, and Travel Bag to hold all your goodies. Their fourth generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to the advanced skin safe technology. The Lawn Mower 4.0 is waterproof and has a 4000K LED spotlight to reach those hard to see areas. Uh, because the trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. Now, are they suggesting that you do this in the shower? Because yes, you, you know, I guess it depends on like how much hair you have. If you, you know, if you, it's, if it's been like years, maybe you want to like do it out on the out on the deck or something like you know behind a, right, wait, wait, a wait, privacy wait, 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 fence wait, wait, wait. behind a privacy <laughs> fence. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't want to clog up your drain. Like it's not, well, you know, I it's mean, nice that I it's mean, waterproof, but you know, if you're keeping it trimmed, you know, once often, you get the lawnmower 4.0, you <laughs> won't have this issue. But the first time you use it, that is true. That is true. Just you know, I mean, make sure nobody's like watching you. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> all right, get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code MeowMix at Manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping. Use. The pro, blah, promo code MeowMix at Manscaped.com. Unlocked your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right. Uh, the Giants are two and a half point favorites in this game as of today, Wednesday. And the over-under is 43 and a half points. A very similar over-under to last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Panthers, well, they went over last week. Panthers and Browns went over last week, so... I think I might take the over on this week as well. I would too. Um, yeah. Especially when we get into the matchups, how I see it happening. But yeah, I would go the over, the the favorite. We'll wait till the everything else, but two and a half well, points, it's, it's a difficult one. Spoiler alert, I, I think we're probably both going to choose the Panthers to win this game. Right? We'll see. You don't want to spoil Okay, you don't want to spoil it. I understand. All right, let's get into some of our key matchups here, Jerry. Uh, The Giants, Saquon Barkley, uh, running against the Panthers' run defense, they had 18 missed tackles last week and gave up 164. Or Saquon Barkley ran for 164 yards last week. Yeah. I mean, and then you got Daniel Jones, who's sneaky, too. I was looking at the PFF grades for our tackling. It's sad when... The bottom three consists of two of your main linebackers. Mm-hmm. Corey Littleton and Damian Wilson were on the bottom three. Phil Hoskins was down there. If you look it, up a couple rows above them is Marquise Haynes and Frankie Louvu. This linebacking core needs to tackle better. If they don't wrap them up, Bar- Barkley's going to run all over us. Let's be honest. Yeah. I watched part of that game against the Titans. They really didn't get grooving until they just started feeding Saquon later on. He got those that defense tired, and he was churning them out. Yeah, he was. And uh, he also had what? Uh, he had a few catches as well in that game. Um, I want to say like 30 catches. yards. Six catches for 30 yards. So not a ton of yards, but he had seven targets, six catches on those targets. So when Saquon is healthy... Like he is extremely dynamic. They they used much, him much like, like the CMC. Panthers need to yeah. use Christian McCaffrey last yeah. week. 
I mean, maybe not so many touches. You can lower it down a little bit, but they have a stud running back, and they used him like a stud running back. Yeah, they've got Matt Breida also, um, who you know was pretty good with the 49ers a couple years ago. Um, but you mentioned Daniel Jones. Yeah, he's. Uh, I was watching. I was watching the game yesterday, or you know Sunday's game today, and he he actually runs more than you think. Um, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's because he's white that I don't think of him as a running quarterback. I mean, you think of, of Josh Allen as a running quarterback, but Daniel Jones maybe just doesn't seem like as as athletic. He's not as I don't know. I don't know what it is, but he's sneaky. He's a sneaky runner. Uh, they do a lot oh, yeah. of RPOs. They um, he does just a lot of scrambles himself. Sometimes he scrambles when he doesn't need to. That's one of his problems. But between him and Saquon, you know, they're uh, they're pretty dangerous. And the Panthers' run defense, as we saw last week and as we saw all last year, leaves a little bit to be wanting. Yeah, and their new head coach will look at the tape and yeah. find you know, the deficiencies and he'll go Mm -hmm. for it. He's a good coach. I I expect, I mean, after watching that game against Tennessee, at first I thought this game would be not an easy win, but a win, but watching them, I mean, they're a well-coached team. They're well put Mm -hmm. together and they know their strengths and they know their weaknesses. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's good for them. Not for the Panthers. (laughs) Well, (laughs) One of these two teams is going to be very well coached. That's what we know. Yeah. It's it's not the Panthers. Yeah. Um, But speaking of good coaches, uh, the uh, Giants defensive coach, Wink Martindale, also a very good coach, very well-respected coach. And he's going to be coming at Baker Mayfield, Jerry. Uh, The Panthers are going to have to do a little bit better job of protecting Baker this week. Not that they did a terrible job last week, but it could have been a lot better. Um, there were a lot of times Baker just did not have a ton of time to throw. Akeem, Aquanu, uh, you know, Icky, uh, pretty bad first game, honestly. He had like a, yeah. a 17.9 PFF grade in pass protection. And honestly, it wasn't a ton better in the run blocking game either. He just didn't have a very good first game. Hoping that this week is going to be a little better. He's not facing Miles Garrett, but he is facing a pretty good player. Oh, yeah. I mean... There, he's facing edge rusher Oshan Zaminis, who had mm-hmm. a strong showing last week. He didn't have any sacks, but he had a few hurries and a couple hits. Yeah. Uh, just overall, what this team needs to do is they need to protect him. They need to not break him. We mentioned this last week in the preview. Hey, leave, you know, someone in there to help chip him and block for him. Mm-hmm. You know, roll roll Baker out away from him. You know what they didn't do? That. Any of that? I mean, yeah. I, the when I was watching the game, I didn't see much of that. I, I didn't have enough time to really thoroughly watch every play and like diagnose it. But when I watched it during live, and then the few snaps I was able to watch, they didn't help him. I, I yeah. didn't understand that. Well, one of the things that I was surprised about was that they did not roll Baker out a lot. They didn't get him out of the mm-hmm. pocket a lot. And Baker has historically thrived when he's, th- you know, out of the pocket. And that, that long touchdown pass to uh, Robbie Anderson, you know, Baker kind of slid out of the pocket, got himself some room and chunked it up there. 
It wasn't gonna... that Ian Thomas 50 yarder was where he slid either in or up the pocket yeah. because he, there was a little he bit had... of pressure. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Baker, when he has to do things like that, he just seems, he's just more accurate, honestly. Like, I, I don't know why it is, but, um, you know, the Giants also have Leonard Williams, who's a very good edge rusher. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know how they, if they swap these guys around and some of them, sometimes they come on the left, sometimes they come on the right. I have no idea, but, um, you know, Leonard Williams is good. And then if Thibodeau plays, I mean, that's three guys right there that you're really concerned about. Yeah. So, uh, that, and that's going to have to Aziz be. Aziz Ojolari is not not a mm. scrub. I mean, he he's yeah pretty talented. Yeah, and then on the interior, we've got Dexter Lawrence, who's going to be coming straight up the middle against our interior offensive line, led led by Pat Elfline <laughs> again. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's going to be he's going to be playing. So, um, oh man, it's it could be another tough week, but hey, it's good to have these early season challenges i think because it it lets you know what you have and and obviously it's going to give the panthers a lot of tape to look at and hopefully improve on so this is just another team with a pretty good defensive line um a very good uh defensive coach that but i don't think their secondary is like amazing especially with how many injuries they have i mean you got to think one of their starters Aaron Robinson's has mm-hmm. appendicitis and did not practice. Probably, Probably not going to play. play unless it <laughs> yeah. was a while ago, which I, you know. And then you have Jason Pinnock, shoulder limited practice, and Nick mm-hmm. McLeod did not practice as well. Now, on their depth chart, I'm not showing McLeod or, oh, McLeod's a third stringer. But, I mean, that, that just shrinks down who's yeah. available. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, one injury and they could be in real trouble, but... Um, even you know, it's not that they're a bad defensive secondary, but I don't think they're as good as the Browns last week. So I think that Baker's going to have some opportunities to get the ball too. into the, into playmakers' hands. So more time is definitely going to help. But Jerry, there's one guy that we absolutely have to get going, and you know who uh, that is. Yes, someone we just assumed they would try to get going last week, but they didn't. CMC, you mm-hmm. have to run and get him involved in the passing game. He yeah. was the highest PFF rated player, and he only touched the ball, what, like 14 times, 13 times? And most of that was late in the fourth quarter, and that's when they started moving the ball. Yeah. It, it just boggled my mind how they did that. It Especially this mind. Giants. <laughs> Giants <laughs> held Derrick Henry to only 82 yards on 21 carries last week. I mean, yeah, that Titans I, team typically wants to run the ball, and if mm-hmm. you can't run the ball, yeah. Yeah, but you know where they had success? The Titans uh, was actually throwing two running backs. Like, Dontrell Hilliard had 61 receiving yards and two touchdowns against the Giants. So, you know, CMC, yeah, he can run up the middle, but where he really shines is getting out in space oh, and yeah. catching the ball. So I think that... You know, if Matt Rule and, and Ben McAdoo are paying attention, CMC should be pretty heavily targeted. I, I mean, I think that he needs like 10 targets minimum in this game, along with at least 10 carries, if not more. Well, I also think this is almost a do-or-die game for this coaching staff. I, I know it's week two, 
but <laughs> I I know they need they're wanting to temper expectations on CMC, not get feed him the ball. But let's be real, you lose these two games that were winnable games. The meat of this schedule is going to be coming up around the corner in just a couple weeks. I mean, yeah, I mean. <sighs> It is. It's funny to think that this is a must-win game in week two because it's not. But to oh, your I mean, point, to your point, to your point, things get pretty nasty pretty quick, you know, yeah. with the schedule. And you're right; they need to take take care of these games. That not saying that the Browns or the Giants are weak teams, but some of these teams the Panthers are gonna be facing in a few weeks, you know, for multiple weeks in a row are very tough teams that the Panthers, you know, may not stack up against, certainly coaching-wise, and, you know, even talent-wise, some of these teams are just very, very good. So, uh, I agree. I think um, I think this is a game that the Panthers really need to win, and they need to play well and show a lot of progress from Week 1. Yeah, and this is my last key matchup, or the coaching staff really needs to step up. That first quarter or first half was just abysmal. It was pathetic. Uh, I mentioned to you before, but, you know, Matt Roll said a lot of those, you know, pass plays in the first half were RPOs, and Baker was making those choices to throw. You know what you do then? When it's 21 passes to four (laughs) runs before it gets there, say, hey, you know, stop calling RPOs or say, hey, Baker, I don't care what the box looks like. You're handing this ball off to Christian McCaffrey. You know, yeah. you you need to start. We're forcing that a little bit. I mean, that's just a pathetic, pathetic. Well, you, you know, know I, I don't mi- I don't mind giving Baker the latitude to make those decisions. I think Baker just needs to make the right decision. You know, um, and I know he. You know. I, th- I think this is going to be a very different Baker that we see this week because, number one, he wanted to win that game by himself last week so bad. He he And he pressed. You could see he was pressing so hard, especially in the first half of that game. And when he calmed down and realized, okay, what I'm doing is not working. We need to try something else. He started playing within himself a little more. The Panthers started moving the ball. They started scoring touchdowns, right? So I'm mm-hmm. hoping... That this week we continue that you know what we saw in the you know third and fourth quarter last week, and we've got you know Baker calming down, playing within himself, getting his foot footwork right, you know, focusing on the right things. Um, but certainly, the uh, there's there's no scenario when where it's okay for really any team in the NFL, but especially the Panthers with a quarterback that's been here for a month a shaky offensive line that's still learning each other to throw the ball 90% of the time in the yep. first quarter, you know, the first quarter and a half or whatever it was. Uh, it, it's just insane, right? <laughs> like it, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. So they have to come out and, and really they have to have a focus on running the ball because you can, you know, I, we mentioned that Derrick Henry only had 20, 82 yards on 21 carries. But CMC is a different runner than Derrick Henry. He's not just oh, a lower your shoulders and go straight through the line. He's a very shifty runner. And we saw him make a lot of really good runs last week when he had the opportunity. So I think they have to get him involved more. I'd like to see more, you know, 
short passes. It seemed like Tennessee was moving Fumble the ball. Recoveries. Pretty... Well, that's another thing. <laughs> is you know, that's another key matchup is Baker versus Pat Elfline, right? They like <laughs> they have to figure that out. Uh, Baker did not seem concerned today during his press conference. He's like, you know, I've never he's never had that many missed exchanges in a single game. Um, he says he's not worried about it. They're going to fix it, and they'll be fine. I believe him. I mean, that yeah, really I, I, seemed fluky. Again, he was just so keyed up and so desperate to win that game. Now that game Pat is Elf out Line. of the way. Yeah, and it's Pat Elfline, too. So Because we we'll we pay for a you know starting center and free agency, and <laughs> we continue to start the yeah. journeyman because, you know. But yeah. at this point, I'm thinking it like this. You know, we're letting Matt Rule have the rope to hang himself. I mean, at this point, that's yeah. that he's making these decisions. Yeah. If he's not, then Ben McAdoo's hanging Matt Rule for him because yeah. they're making him. Yep. Um, another good matchup in this game, I think, is the Panthers secondary versus New York receiving core, which is is not very good, honestly. Again, um, you've got Kenny Galladay, who was pretty good in Detroit, has been terrible in New York. Uh, Sterling Shepard, who is very underrated, solid receiver, but not, you know, he's not a, a number one, I wouldn't say. Uh, Kadarius Tony, who you don't know if he's playing, if he's not playing. You have no idea what's going on with him. Uh, actually, I should probably see if he's playing or not. Um, but the Panthers secondary, and I think this is going to be... Um, Okay, so yeah, he Kadarius Tony did play last week. He just didn't have any any uh, targets, so I guess he's kind of healthy. But the Panthers are always, I think, going to have a matchup advantage over most teams with our secondary talent versus these wide receivers. Yeah. And this game, I think, is maybe even more of an advantage than it was last week against the Browns because I just, you know, again, these wide receivers are they're fine, but they're nothing. They're not elite, right? Correct. There's no elite receivers on this team. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Overpaid for Kenny Galladay. Kadarius yeah, Tony hasn't. Overpaid. Hasn't really, you know, followed through. The only reason why I'm holding off on saying too much about that mm-hmm. is they had bad coaching last year. They've had bad coaching for a while, and I think they finally have good coaching. And we'll see how it work pans out throughout the season. And that's why I'm not really dogging too much on, like, Daniel Jones and stuff like that. But I will say this, that Daniel Jones throwing, he threw one deep pass to the mm-hmm. left, and he completed it for a touchdown. But over 10 yards, he threw three, four passes, mm. and he was two for four. So yeah, I, I mean, they, they focused on— close. Yeah, they focused on running the ball and, you know, high-percentage passes. Mm-hmm. And hey, they won the game. Yeah, you know, I mean against a, a, against a team that was the number one seed in the AFC last year. Yeah, so. that still amazes me. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think this uh, again. I think the Panthers have a good matchup there. So, all right, any other matchups you wanted to discuss before we move on to our last few segments here? Nope, that is it. All right. Uh, do we need to take a break? Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll be right back. And that break was really quick. 
<laughs> we call that the Zoom break. Yeah, the, the <laughs> hey, we, we're running out of time. We need to fix this real quick. Hey, the more, uh, the more subscriptions we get, maybe we can pay for Zoom one day. <laughs> maybe we could pay for Adobe. Maybe, there's all kinds of things we might be able to pay for. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's get into our beer bed of the week. Beer bed of the week. All, all right. right, so go ahead. Uh, so for this week, we are doing more receiving yards, DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson. Mm-hmm. I have DJ Moore. You I have, have Robbie, Robbie Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Robbie uh, obviously had it, had it last week, so uh, I feel like he and Baker have a good connection. You know, all it takes is one deep pass. Yeah, you're then, absolutely you know, correct. He's got it, so I, I'm going with Robbie. DJ just took that one small slant. Like thirty something yards, so Yeah. I mean make a miss tackle. I, I think and... they both could get over a hundred yards. Um Yeah. So Alright, I got DJ. Alright, so let's or I'm sorry, I got Robbie. Uh predictions, Jerry. Our bold predictions. I'm gonna let you go first. No 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 I am gonna go <laughs> Baker Mayfield throws for four hundred yards. Holy crap. No, 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 no. Hey, it's bold. Uh, yeah, it's bold. All right. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know if that'd be a good thing or a bad thing for this game. Oh, gosh. Uh, okay. It probably won't happen because both teams will probably bleed the clock running the ball, but it's yeah. a bold prediction. All right. Uh, well, I think that uh, the Panthers are going to hold Saquon Barkley to under 70 yards rushing. Uh, that that would be awesome. Cr- crash back down to earth after that big game last week so that is what i believe is going to happen i think they're i mean i think they should focus on the run just like they should have focused on the run last week against the browns right i think they win that game if they stack the box especially in that third and fourth quarter just stack the box every play and let you know uh, jacoby Brissett last week and daniel jones this week make them beat you the linebackers still have to tackle them though 18 missed tackles. Hey, what better better time to rebound than this week, right? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And that that that's the that's the key thing. Yeah. All right, yep. game predictions. If you want to go ahead and do your game predictions. Yeah. Um obviously I'm I'm going to choose the Panthers to win this game. I think the Panthers should win this game. I think they should have won last week. They should have won last week, but they didn't. Um officially they won in my heart, though. But, uh, yeah, I got the Panthers winning this one. I'm going to go, uh, I think I think, I think think the offense is going to really show up in this game. 35 to 20, Panthers. I am going to say 23-21, the Giants, because I don't see this defense stopping the run. We haven't seen wow. it in three years. And that's what the Giants want to do, and that's what they're going to do. A Giants fan here on the podcast today. I'm surprised. I, I'm sorry. It's just no faith. Really in your, kind of, in your your best friend Matt Rule. No faith. You're willing to, to give him another chance. Last week, you guys reconciled. I, I am I am not calling for his head. I'm just saying I need to see something from this run defense before I hop on the bandwagon like I was. And it's Saquon Barkley. If it was against a team that doesn't have a good running back, I'd probably pick him. Mm-hmm. But it's just. I have to see that. Okay. Well, you know, I, I get it. 
I don't agree with you. I, I think this is a very winnable game for the Panthers, but it is winnable. If they don't stop the, if they don't stop the run, you're right. Like that's yeah, you're right. All right. Uh, well, let's take a look around the NFC South at the other games. Uh, we've got the Falcons visiting the LA Rams. Rams coming off a pretty sad loss in their first game. I would expect them to bounce back and beat the Falcons pretty handily yeah. in this game. I did too. I after Atlanta almost pulled off an upset against New Orleans, which I kind of wanted to see happen when it happened, but yeah. LA is going to be the Rams are going to be so angry about that opening night oh, yeah. debacle. Yeah. There I feel bad. I feel bad for <laughs> I don't feel bad Atlanta for the fans. Not I really. I don't feel bad for them. No. <laughs> and I'm and I'm kind of glad they lost uh, in in another humiliating fashion last week, you know, against uh, against Tampa, uh, New Orleans, so uh, and the other game is New Orleans and Tampa. So another division game uh, for the Saints. Tampa didn't look amazing against Dallas. Their defense looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would don't know if I'd be excited about starting Michael Thomas or Jameis Winston or anybody in this game. Um, but you know, for fantasy. But uh, I don't know. Who you think Tampa wins that one pretty handily or? I'll be interested. New Orleans Orleans didn't look really that good. I mean, until late, they just got some, you know, Michael Thomas started popping up. And so we'll see. But you're right. That Buccaneers defense looked good. And it'll be interesting to see how Tom Brady goes against this New Orleans Saints defense that everybody still raves about. I'll be interested. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think Tampa lost another offensive lineman last week. So, um you know, that that's a team that's getting old. So we'll see. We'll see. What, uh, I'm, I'm interested in that game too, though. I think you're going to learn a lot more about New Orleans in that game. And, you know, we'll see uh, We'll see if Tampa's for real. I, I was going to say, I, I think you're going to find out more about Tampa too. That's, that's mm-hmm. why it's kind of an intriguing game to watch. Yeah. Um, anything else before we sign off? No, uh, other than a congratulations to you, Jerry. You seem to have fixed your your internet problem. Uh, this is now like the third or maybe fourth video in a row where there's been no me going and then just talking <laughs> like this. So that's nice to see. I'm excited about that. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I think that'll do it. Yeah, uh, quick cleanup. We are recording this on Wednesday nights. We're probably going to continue on doing that. Um, hmm. Next week, Stephen will probably be on solo for the game preview, as I will be at the beach. I will try to be here for the game recap, as I will be watching the game at the beach, but my setup will be widely different. Uh, But other than that, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, at MeowMakesPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMakesPodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Yep, we'll be back uh, after the game on Sunday. And until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. (laughs) 